The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king God made me punch in accurate numbers My castle won't crumble What I tackle will fumble I've been a leader when they ain't see it But now my feet is up According to me royalty didn't end with King Tut Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs Big says sky is the limit I look down on the ledge I push the bar like I'm opening the cell Hands in my cookie jar You won't come out with a single nail I need all of mine The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my steps. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest things to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast I am your host, Jay Spence, the King And listen, y'all, I'm excited as ever I'm as excited as can be I got a special guest joining me tonight you know what? Last week I had a great time with Levi Wallace. He's no longer a Buffalo Bill, but he's he showed everybody why he's such a good dude and you can you can still root for him. Tonight I got an equally special guest. Like, um, and if if y'all been listening to the code of conduct for it's been around for like two years now. If y'all been listening, y'all would know that I've been a huge supporter of this dude. I, I kind of feel like, you know, I'm gonna talk to him about a lot of things. We're gonna talk about it now, and actually, he's waiting. So I'm gonna just bring him in. I'm not gonna waste no time. We got my man Buffalo Bills running back Zach Moss joining us. What's up with it, man? Man, I'm good. How you doing? Ah, uh, I'm good, man. Can't complain. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you could uh, take the time to to join us tonight. You got some you got some business going on real quick, but that's all right. We're gonna get to it, man. Um, first, how's your off season going? Offseason's been good. Uh, you had some downtime, you know, uh, finally in a while. It's my first real offseason. I'm um, not going through any, mm-hmm. like, injuries and things like that. So just being able to uh, just spend time with my family and stuff and just around, like, people who I love and stuff like that and just, you know, uh, kick it in and train at the same time. So it's been good. 
Let me ask you this, man, because you, you just mentioned like this is your first like real off season. Last year, I feel like, um, you know, because you had the the ankle or foot injury and I feel like there was a lot of like questioning uh, surrounding that. Was it was it like a broken foot, broken ankle? Like what what happened to your your lower leg? Yeah. Uh, so my rookie year uh, versus the Colts in the playoffs, first round of the playoffs, uh, I tore my deltoid ligament in my ankle. Um, so pretty much that ligament is what holds your, uh, ankle together, what keep it stable. Um, so when I tore that, um, I had a long, real long off season. Um, I stayed in Buffalo the whole entire time, so I didn't get any time off. Um, and then, uh, just battling that, battling from that, trying to get back right off of that, the, never dealt with anything like that before. Um, and then it was just a long process with that, honestly, just trying to get back right off of that and have my confidence up and things like that. Just being able to move like I wanted to move. And I feel like I was able to move um, like I wanted to. And so do you feel like, um, and so when I ask you this, I'm not asking from a standpoint of like, you know, um, like I'm not, I'm not looking for you to offer excuses by any means, but like, do you feel like that, that hindered your movements last, like during the season? Yeah, definitely. And that was something that we all talked about and things like that. We kind of knew. Um, you know, it was brought to my attention that usually when you get this type of injury, right, when you put uh, pretty much a rod and you put screws through your ankle, that's exactly what I have in mind. Um, it's going to it's gonna take a year at least for you to start feeling comfortable and moving around like you want to um, and things like that. And it was just about getting the strength back in and getting them, uh, the flexibility back in, in it um, and things like that. Uh, so, it you know it definitely played a part, um, but you know that's last year. So I'm you know just happy I put in the work this off season, really focus on it, um, and it's it's been really doing uh, really good this so far. Yeah, no, I appreciate you clarifying that because like a lot of times when you know in this space like we debate like that's what we yeah. do. So <laughs> a lot of times people was like, well, he didn't do it, and I'm like, uh, if you injured you, I, I I don't know why I thought in my mind I don't know why I thought it was like a broken foot or something mm -hmm. like that. But I'm like, you know, if you injure your foot and you are running back, you tell me how to you know. So I appreciate you clarifying that because you know a lot of times as fans, obviously we don't know exactly what, what goes on with you guys, and it's like you know it's a lot of questions and a lot of debating. But what it comes down to is you know, um, I, I look at it like now the, the the team with the draft, we're building like a three-headed monster. That's how I'm looking at it because um, I think the three of you have something different to offer. And I don't want to, I don't want to exclude, you know, Duke Johnson. You know, I know, I know we also, but I feel like there's, a, there's a three-headed monster being built yeah. and I'm looking forward to seeing it, but let's shift. I sent you some questions. I just wanted to, to start there at the top because you kind of mentioned like how this is your first off season and all that. So we'll get right into it. Um, one of the first questions that I got for you, man, when, you know, everybody, everybody in professional sports or really in any profession, like, I feel like there's a moment when people realize like, this is, this is what I want to do, or this is mm. the thing that I'm here for. You know, what, what moment was that for you? Like, was it a person? Was it a, a game that you played as a kid? And like, it was a specific game that you're like, nah, this is it. You know, what moment was it that made you realize, nah, I'm going, this is, this is where I'm going. Uh, I think for me, it clicked maybe in high school, honestly. Um, I played football growing up. I think I started playing around like age of 10. Um, but more at that time, it was more of just like a hobby kind of thing. A lot of my friends were doing it. So I was like, cool, I'll do it. But I didn't take it seriously. Um, mm. 
And obviously, being from you know Miami, we take ball seriously down there. Um, so I have friends who were doing you know training stuff that you see pros do now. You know when they were 10, 11 years old, and me, I wasn't doing any of that because I didn't know any about anything about that. So I was go play ball, come go back home, go to the park, and go play basketball with my friends, my other friends, and things like that. So uh, I mean, for me though, it probably clicked. I would say probably like my maybe. My 11th grade year uh, in high school was when I was like, okay, I think I'm pretty solid at what I'm doing. And that's the first year I started playing running back was a lot of people don't know. Um, I didn't play running back full time until my senior year of high school. That's crazy. Yeah. So I like senior year I played linebacker predominantly. Um, and then I got sprinkled in at running back uh, my junior year, just here and there. And it was cool, and I knew I wanted to do that more than play linebacker if I really wanted a shot. Uh, so my junior, my senior year, I finally transferred out, and then I got a shot to play running back full time, uh, and that was my first time really actually ever playing for running back. And then I go to college, and I'm trying to learn this position still, <laughs> and everything like that. Um, and I had a lot of learning curves as as a freshman that I had to learn at that level. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely my junior year is when it clicked when I was like, okay, I really want to take this thing serious, right? From the, the working out, the training, all, you know, the whole nine yards and things like that. But I knew, I knew I had a shot at least to make it to the league, probably my sophomore year of college. That's wild to me that, so high school, pretty much the end of your high school career is when it clicked for you. And then like you fast forward a few years and you break your college's all-time rushing record. Yeah. So it's like you, you're, you're saying you had this learning curve and you're saying that, like, you know, I got to college on that level and there's some things I had to learn, but you were the best that your school has ever seen. Yeah. So um, just to reflect on your college career, like, so what are, what are some moments, like, when you, you know, you just think back on college, like, what's the first or the biggest moment in your head that pops out, like, you know what, that was, that was everything for me? Uh, I think... Um, it's kind of like a, it's a little, it's a little long, but it's not really long. Um, sorry. My, so my junior year, um, I ended up tearing my meniscus, uh, off on the off the field type of thing, but essentially I had played with it for the whole season. Um, so I, I tore it, uh, back in January, um, of going into my junior year but I didn't end up getting surgery on it until November of that year. So I played uh, like eight or nine games at that point. I already had about a thousand yards, 10 touchdowns through eight games. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm definitely going to leave after this year. Um, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that. So I knew I was going to go. Um, but my mom had never seen me play a college game. Like she had never been in attendance um, just because, you know, the funds for one coming all the way from Miami, to Utah, it's not easy just to book a flight to, you know, six, $700. Um, so she had never gotten a chance to see me play. Um, and then our quarterback ended up fracturing his, uh, he actually broke his collarbone um, one of the games and everybody was pretty much looking towards to me um, after that, because me and him were the two leaders on offense. Uh, everyone was looking towards me um, to lead us to the Pac-12 championship, which we had never won. Um, and then I end up, my knee finally gives out on me, 
uh, after one of our practices. And it was the same week. It happened on a Wednesday, and she was getting in town on a Thursday. So she missed – well, she never saw me play up until then, right? Um, and then fast forward senior year, she comes out for the game that ended up breaking the all-time rushing record. So her first time seeing me play was the first time – I mean, obviously, when I did when I did the record. So I think that was like – if I remember anything, that was like probably the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, now that I look back on it, because I don't even really ever think about the records or things like that. Um, so when people ask me now, I just now I just really put it together. I'm like, okay, that's definitely probably the biggest uh, thing that I always remember. My mom first time seeing me play in person in college was the day that I uh, ended up breaking the record. That was there for like 30, 40 years, something like that. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Especially like it's still it's just blowing my mind that you're saying like, you know, I didn't like I didn't really dig into this position until my senior year. And then it's, like so it's just wild to me. And, and then that moment had to be amazing for you, man. That's that's great. So um, now, you know, it, you're going into your third year mm-hmm. and, you know, most times and I know you've heard it. I've heard it. Everybody in the chat has heard it like third year is when people take their jump and that's when the game slows down for them. They go, you know, it slows down. So this is kind of like a double question. Like, so when you hear that, when you hear this is when the game slows down or or this is when they take that jump, you know, what does that mean to you? Like, you know, when you hear that and then to follow that up, you know, with that being the expectation, what can we expect from Zach Moss this year as a running back? for the Buffalo Bills to, to take that third step forward? Like, what are your expectations for yourself? Uh, to answer your first part, uh, I think, you know, when you say the game slows down, um, I think it's just understanding a lot more of the different scenarios that go into these games because it's so hard to win in this league, right? Um, and then it's just – I think it's just understanding your runs, understanding uh, – just the offense, understanding the guys around you, you just get more comfortable, right? I think your rookie year, you're trying to, you know, prove this, prove that, that you get outside of who you are, you know, and playing how you usually play. Um, And then your second year, you're trying to really kind of set yourself up or catapult and things like that. So I think this year, um, and I can feel it already. I know just going back to college, you know, usually that third year was when I put it all together after playing, not playing much as a freshman and sophomore year being a full-time starter and then still going through some things in that year. Um, And then third year, I put it all together, uh, barring an injury, but you just understand the game more. You, it's every, I mean, it just, it's hard to explain, but everything just really comes together for you because you've been through all these situations now, right? And as a person, as you continue to go through stuff and you continue to grow, you learn how to handle situations. So when you just factor that into football, it's the same things um, as well, essentially. So with that being the case for you now, you know, like what can we expect? Um, and I, I know it's, it has to happen. We have to actually play the games, but I mean, like for, for yourself, what expectations are you putting on yourself when it comes to that? Cause it's the third year now. So it's, you're supposed to understand it better and, you know, you're supposed to hit these holes and all this stuff. So, so what are your expectations for yourself? Uh, just to be consistent. I mean, that's the only thing I think any player can really ask themselves, right? You, everything else will take care of himself. Uh, but just being consistent, trying to be a pro every single day when I come to work um, from practice to how I handle what I'm doing off the field, 
the things I put in my body. Um, and then just overall, just being healthy, playing the running back position is real tough to stay healthy. Um, so to try to put another season together of full health um, and then just go out there and do what I know I can do um, and just let it all rip out. So um, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to you know finally get back out there. And I feel like now this is my best I felt uh, from you know shape wise to health wise um, to strength wise and things like that. And then finally having a full offseason to really train um, essentially for this season and knowing what to expect and what this season, I mean, what these, what the season brings and what type of things you have to do to stay at the top of your game. So it's definitely going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it for a few. Obviously, um, everybody is projecting the Bills to be like this powerhouse team. Yeah. And, you know, when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen and, you know, the offense is as loaded as it is with all of you guys, you know, you, you almost have that expectation. And then you have the defense last year, number one defense in the league. And now they add a Von Miller, they added Tim Settle. And, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. But I think one of the, the biggest reasons why I'm looking forward to it is because I think even though you're the hunted this year, I feel like individually, like a lot of you guys still have things that you feel like you need to prove. Mm. And, you know, and looking at you, just kind of looking at the way, like I said, the injury and then looking at just just the way things go. It's like I think Zach going to come out and try to punch boys in the mouth. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Um, is that is that kind of how you wake up every day when you're going into in the training and it's like, OK, I got to I got to prove to the world that I'm still that do I still make people make business decisions. Yeah, I'm definitely attacking it different than I ever have. And I think it goes back to just finally having a real offseason. Right. First uh, mm-hmm. rookie year. It was the COVID year. Uh, I mean, that whole thing is is just it was different because we didn't have a camp, a mini camp, all those things. So it was so different just learning everything through Zoom. Um, and I felt like I was able to do out all that, still kind of handle that pretty well um, and help contribute to the team. And then last year with the injuries and, you know, all this stuff, other stuff that was going on as well. But. Right now, you know, I put all that behind me and just focus on what I can do this year um, and being in the present. So definitely, you know, want to go out there and make sure I, you know, make sure I remind everybody for sure. One of the things that I I always uh, for every position too, like I feel like fans and and not just fans, but even around the league, I feel like a lot of times there's patience for quarterbacks, you know, because typically when they're drafted and they're successful, It's like, okay, got to give them a couple years and then we'll see what I don't feel like other positions get in right now. Obviously, I'm talking to you, but like this guy, Tremaine is my dude. Like I got a special love for him. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of times, you know, so like you, Tremaine, uh, Levi was on the show last week. I feel like a lot of times people don't give guys that same type of respect when it comes to coming in the league, letting things slow down, you know, just figuring things mm. out. Um, is that is that something like. I guess because it's almost in, in a way the same question, but is that something that you feel is consi- like, do you do you get that pressure outside coming in where you where it's like, man, Josh got a couple years to kind of get off his thing and y'all, you know, do you kind of feel like that sometimes? Uh, I mean, I'll be lying if I say I didn't, uh, you know, obviously, do I let it affect me or, you know, get to that type of extent? No. Um, but, you know, that's how the game is, you know, when you you know, when you end up drafting a QB, you know, you, it's they have to make that that jump and that after a while, two, three years, is essentially what the league gives them and, and things like that. But for backs, you know, usually this 
supposed to be the same, right? You you run these runs before, you've seen this, you've seen that, all this type of stuff. So um, it's definitely different for a lot of other positions. And then, you know, the QB is looked at totally different from any other position at the end of the day, because you always believe that you can just plug in another guy at a different position and that that guy is going to be able to do it essentially. Um, for quarterbacks, you kind of want to hopefully kind of groom them and hopefully they turn out to be what you envisioned. Um, and sometimes that happens right away. Sometimes it takes a while. But, yeah, it's definitely different um, throughout the position groups for sure. Yeah, I just I just always I, I yell about that when it comes to Tremaine because, like I said, Tremaine's my dude. And it's like not like we friends, but I mean, like I, I root for him because, you know, to do what you guys do on the level that you do it on, you know, I think a lot of yeah. With respect to with respect to all the listeners, I, I promise I'm not saying this in a in a mean way, but I feel like we think because we played in high school and we were like first team all Western New York, <laughs> on, you know, like I feel like it's like whoa, Zach Moss or Tremaine Emmons should intercept the ball way more than he does with his length, and it's like, do y'all understand that this dude is playing against Patrick Mahomes out there? Like, <laughs> like you're running against Tariq Hill or or you, like you you know you're running through the hole and you're you're meeting Van Noy on the other side of that hole. It's not like you're meeting Jay Spence. Like you probably run through me twice, like, like a hot knife through butter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's different. So, but whatever, my homegirl Tia Stell was in the comments and she actually, um, she asked, obviously we know you're in the weight room, but I wanted to ask you, cause I had a question similar to that. Um, during the off season, you know, training is basically up to you besides like when you get together for the, the team activities, mm. what's a, what's a day of training. So in the morning when you wake up, and, and it's all training and it's moss mode. What does that day look like for you? Uh, so, you know, I do all my training back home in Miami. Um, so me and my guy, uh, Torrance Seymour, um, we essentially sometimes it's 7 a.m. In the, in the morning. Sometimes we get it up and we get going. Um, but 7 a.m. it could look like hop on treadmill for a few, warm up the legs. Um, but my entire off season, when I do off season, is strictly lower body. I don't lift upper body um, until we come back right now, like in OTAs, and start training with the guys here. I don't do upper body. I just do strictly lower legs, lower body, and that's it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. Like I was watching one of the videos from y'all working out and it's just like, I'm gonna keep it honest. So I don't, I got to work out in, in general more, but I went to the draft and I think on day one, I walked like nine and a half miles. The second day I walked like eight and a half and I was so sore when I got back. And I'm just like, I don't know how these dudes just be in the gym doing squats and I got to get like y'all. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I do. Charles G in the comments said, what's something that you're working on this offseason? So like something specific that you want to work on and improve upon uh, for this upcoming season? Uh, I think I want to say probably just having more long runs, um, you know, making more guys miss in open field. Uh, you know, when we get in open field, when we do, those are the times where we really want to exploit the, the defense and really knock off those big chunk runs. So I think that is the biggest thing um, that I want to add for sure. I, I know guys are faster, you know, like obviously from college to the NFL. Was it was it that eye popping for you? Like once you got on the field, was it like, oh, this is different? Uh, I was. I think, yeah, I yeah, yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. Just be, I would say now the straight line speed. Obviously, you know, guys that are like skilled players, they're gonna be a lot, you know, faster than a guy like me 
or whatever. Um, but I think just how fast the holes closed, how fast and tech, technically sound defensive linemen are. Everyone is just so more. All the fundamentals are so more just found in in this league compared to college, right? Some guys may get out of their gaps in the league. Essentially, it's not happening like that. You know, guys are going to do what they're supposed to do, and they're going to do it very, very consistently. And that's why I say that's the biggest thing I want to add is being consistent because the guys who play a long time, uh, the guys who have success are be able to be consistent. Um, and I think that's just kind of how you're supposed to live life. Can you consistently be the same person every day? And I'm just trying to add that to what I do. It's so it's so funny. Every time I talk to somebody who's active on the team or even like now Levi just just left the team. But it, it almost honestly, man, it sounds like I'm talking to Coach McDermott every time I talk to you. I like you, know, you got to be consistent, uh, be the best version of yourself. It, like it, it, I love it, though, because, you know, years ago before you were drafted and before Josh and all these guys were here. I'm telling you, man, the, the communication between the team, it just wasn't like yeah. this, like the way, you know, you could talk to one guy and he's like, whatever is it like, and I just love, I, I love the camaraderie. I love the brotherhood that I see. I love um, the way the team is a family. I, I just, I love all of that, man. Uh, Autumn in the comments wants to know, do you think the speed of holes closing with you recovering with your injury made it difficult to get to the second level last season? Uh, I mean, I think it's all of it together, honestly. Uh, you know, it could be bad reads. It could be somebody just making a really good play. Uh, essentially, I mean, I was able to get to the second level, um, you know, also last season, rookie season. But, you know, it just depends on, you know, whatever it is, honestly. I was excited when you came into the league, like, and, and I said it a couple minutes ago when you were doing an interview, or I think it, I feel like it was like during draft night or something. You were like, no, nah, I make people make business decisions. And that's like, Man, I'm telling. When I heard that, man, I just wanted to. I just wanted to run, run through a wall. Like in my house, I was ready. So you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the cheer. I know. I know you can't stick around for the entire show, so I'm gonna, um, you know, queue up these last couple questions and let you get on out of here. But um, game day, game day. What you know, getting into that groove, getting into that zone. What's in your headphones? What what you playing? Uh, mostly just gospel music, essentially. Uh, from I mean, from growing up, I always it was in the church my mom kept us in church every sunday so essentially when we play on sundays that's just kind of my routine automatically mm -hmm. um so from the time i leave the team hotel around 7 a.m it's straight gospel music all the way through from headphones when we warming up um to it's time to go go back in at halftime uh and play some more gospel music and things like that so you know just gotta you always gotta remember where uh why and mm -hmm why you're able yeah. to do this and you know i'm believing yeah. god so that's kind of my foundation and things like that and that's just kind of uh you know the things that i do but you say gospel levi said gospel last week too mm -hmm. but i didn't follow up and I, <laughs> I, I hate the fact that i didn't follow up you say gospel yeah. who's got who though like who's your guy uh i like i like old kurt franklin um you know early 2000s kurt franklin uh yeah that's early to you, man? Well, for me, I'm born 97. That's early. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I got you. I got you. That just made me. You're right. Yeah. You just got drafted. That made me feel old. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Kurt, Tamala Man, Donnie McClurkin. Um, uh, it's a Fred Hampton. Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond. Yeah, Fred Hammond and Commission and the yeah. boys. Okay. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Georgia Mass Choir. So I got. You listen to any gospel hip hop? Uh, I don't. 
I think the only person I don't even know is is if he would really be considered hip hop. I would think he would be Ty Trivet. Um, yeah, he he wasn't, but um, I think now he's kind of transitioning to yeah. that hip hop a little bit. I've tried to listen to uh, Lecrae. Um, well, I, dope. I I try to keep it old school gospel music, like the songs that I grew up listening to, yeah. going to church with the you know with this putting the uh, CD in the car <laughs> and things like that that my mom would get them from from people on the streets and stuff like that. So that's who I listen to. I just listen to a lot of old school. All right. Well, that is, I would. I always just ask that just to kind of see what guys listen to to get into their mood and get in their zone. Um, is 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 it's interesting now though. The last two guests that I've had both said gospel music, and I can tell people in the comments are like gospel. What? Not in a bad way, but like wow, like yeah, you know, it, it was unexpected because you feel like you're going into war. I know it's a game, but every week you're going to run somebody over, so it's like you're going into war. Yeah. But um, lastly, before you get on out of here, I noticed that you did some charity work to help out the Lackawanna Life Center. Mm. Um, are you still working with them or do you have anything going on right now that you want to highlight and kind of shed some light on? Yeah, that's still an ongoing process. Um, but right now I'm not really doing anything right now. Uh, you know, I kind of took a break from a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I just finally got my own podcast started back up, uh, and things like that. So, um, hopefully I can, you know, do a lot more things. Um, also doing some stuff, uh, that I started last season with, uh, G-Bond Health, um, out here in uh inner city buffalo and things like that so we got some good things going trying to you know give back as much as we possibly can um if it's time uh you know money or whatever it may be just being in the community letting people see our faces and things like that and um you know i know levi was was big into all of that stuff um so and jay poe as well so i've done a lot of things with them as well so it's it's, it's good though speaking of levi are you going to be are, are you going to his classic uh no because i'm not good at golf <laughs> <laughs> okay that's all good i, I was just wondering because i'll be there obviously so i was i was looking to see if you were, you were going to be out for it yeah but if i was, listen, if I was man, better, i'll definitely pull up but i'll be at uh michael high's uh, uh softball charity game so all right one of these years because i'm gonna be at, at levi's and then i'm not gonna make it to michael but one of these years i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to get out there and, and show y'all what i do i'm gonna get in shape okay. And I'm going to show you I can compete with y'all boys of something. Now, I'm um, but but seriously, the thing I do want to um throw out there at some point, I'm going to be reaching out. Buffalo Rumblings, we got this this Twitch channel going. Mm. And from what I hear, you're pretty much, you know, you nice on some things. I'm going to be hitting you to challenge you on that publicly so you can get smacked in front of Bill's Mafia. I'm just throwing it out there. If it's Matt in a 2K, I handle it. Anything that's it's Matt. It's, that's Matt where I'm going. Okay, Matt and I handle it for sure. That's no problem. All right, so we're going to, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Zach Moss is going to get smacked on on Madden by Jay Spence, the king this season is going down. But no, man, thank you for uh, taking the time to join me tonight. Everybody loved it, man. Go ahead and do your thing. Uh, anything you want to say before you get out of here? Uh, man, no, just appreciate you, you know, having me on. Uh, definitely appreciate it. And it's going to be a fun year. So I hope you guys uh, are ready for it. My man, Zach Moss, said buckle up. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Moss running back of the Buffalo Bills. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. All right, my man. Take care. All right. So I'm not going to um, – it's not going to be a long show, obviously. Zach had to roll. So I did want to just talk about a couple of things that I've been kind of paying attention to. So this schedule leak, I'm going to just tell you all right now, I need you all to, to chill. Don't be buying these plane tickets already. Wait till Thursday. Wait till Thursday. Because a lot of things that I'm seeing – 
I can't say where I get my sources and what's going on, but a couple of things that I'm seeing, I can tell you right now is not true. So I need y'all to, to just relax. We got 48 hours. So just spend, take some time and, and, you know, put your money to the side, figure it out. Then we go, we're going to get there. Second thing I want to talk about is, um, like I just mentioned with Zach, I did just want to make a couple of announcements before I get out of here as well. Uh, if you are in Arizona, if you're in Tucson, if you're in Phoenix, if you're in Tempe, Glendale, wherever you're at, it's not too far. Come and join us for the Levi Wallace classic next, or actually I'm saying next, like is this weekend is May 14th. Tea time, I believe is 8.30 a.m. or 8 a.m. Get there. Let's party. I put the link or I will put the link uh, in the comments. I'll put it on Twitter again as well. And hey, I don't know why they showing me love, but Jay Spence the King is the official media host. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to be bringing y'all all the content. You're going to see your boy Jordan Poyer. You're going to see Levi Wallace. You're going to see whoever else shows up. I'm going to make sure y'all get it. And um, another thing I wanted to talk about lastly before I get out of here my man Sterles for the girls and your boy Jay Spencer King is coming back. Not this weekend, but next weekend we'll be back. And K-Gun, Kristen will be with us again. I ain't heard back from Angelina yet, but we're going we gonna to figure that out as well. I, I want everybody to know we're about to get back to it. It's about to go down. So, look, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all. Y'all know how I do it over here. It's your boy Jay Spencer King. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all love each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative, go Bills. Code of conduct.